0: Your Heart on Fire podcast episode number nineteen.
1: Quatro, uh the group Cuatro uh, was actually formed while uh, at, at, during the first small base because well Nelson Nelson Freitas
0: mm-hmm. well
1: he's my nephew.
0: He's your nephew. Yes, he's uh, my nephew. I, I did not know that at all.
1: He's my nephew, and uh, like I said, it's a, it's a small community. <laughs> and, uh,
0: uh-huh. dance your heart on fire podcast the podcast dedicated to inspiring dancers worldwide whose hearts have been touched by music and dance the universal language of dance and music is spoken by many of us throughout the world we want to motivate the dancer in you by sharing stories insights and ideas to enhance your journey join us now with your host charles Ogar. Hello, hello everyone, this is Charles with the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast And today we have a very, very, very special guest with us on the line today We have none other than Johnny Ramos here on the line um, If you guys have been around the Kizoma world for a minute and have been jamming out some, some really nice songs um, Johnny Ramos has been around for a really long time in the Kizoma zine Some people call him the father of Gero Zuc we will talk to him about that and see what he thinks about that particular title but Johnny Ramos good morning thanks for being here with us
1: well good morning to you and uh, thanks for having me
0: yes definitely um, we're a big fan of yours here in the states so Kizoma's um, starting to grow more and more here in the states and I'm a instructor here in the states and so obviously you start to see more and more names with the songs you hear about the history and things like that and so We, there's a lot of hearsay about Ghetto Zook and Quattro Plus and all that kind of stuff. So we're just kind of hoping you can kind of share your pieces of the puzzle to this big Kizomba puzzle that's out there and kind of let us know how things happen, what it is now and kind of like what your visions are towards the future. Yeah. So for the people who don't know who you are, can you go ahead and give a little introduction about yourself and what you've done with Kizomba?
1: Yeah, okay Well, okay Uh, Where do we start? Well, my name is Johnny Ramos Or Ramos Or whatever you How do you (laughs) you pronounce it in English? But, um, yeah I I, um, Well, I started um, With Kizomba When it wasn't called Kizomba, actually Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um,
1: Because back in the days When I started uh, it was, I, I guess it was called, like, uh, well, yeah, also, you always have those issues, uh, what to call the new, new kind of music, you know, mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was derived from Zug Love, mm-hmm. So we called it, we called it Cabo Love. Because, mm-hmm.
0: I heard, we've heard that, huh?
1: Yeah, from Cabo Vitt. Uh But uh, that was when I started um, and when I saw it, and then I'm talking about 97 uh, because, uh, well, 96 actually, because that's when, uh, I, uh, released, uh, well, I participated on, uh, Milena Tavares, uh, her album, her, mm-hmm. uh, debut album. We did a duet, Ilusão, and wow, well, it was a success. And the year after that, um... Uh, uh together with a colleague of mine sebastian dos santos mm-hmm. uh we did a project called mo base um, um, okay yeah and uh i me uh well um i don't only sing i also produce so mm-hmm. we teamed up we teamed up and we wrote a, f- a couple of songs produced a couple of songs with the idea of inviting other artists you know to to sing on our songs um well it turned out that uh I, I As a singer, I sang more than just one song on that Mobase album because mm-hmm. some of the artists, they, they weren't able to do it or they didn't want to do it. They didn't really, you know, well, they didn't really feel it. So, you know, and I felt it. I thought, okay, let, let me just sing a couple of more than uh, um, uh, a couple more songs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, well, that's the Mobis, uh part and... Uh, well, that that was actually uh, even a, a real door opener for me because it, it took me to places like Angola for the mm-hmm. first time, Mozambique, the States. Actually, mm-hmm. well, not long after that because uh, well, the the, the the scene, the music scene in Rotterdam, especially that time, uh, was very vivid and uh, very small. You know, it's where it's not. There's not too much Dominican versions here. It's mm-hmm. a small community. Well. In no, in Europe it's still a big one after after Portugal, but still, uh, uh, um, it's a small world. And um, so they noticed me,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, and when I say they, I mean Splash. Uh, Okay. And and it just so happens that uh, that uh, Milana wanted to quit Splash, and well, and they invited me to take her place. So I entered Splash. And that was a more, uh, more or less around the same time. Uh, at of um, more, uh, more or less around the same time that I had success with Mobase.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have these puzzle pieces in my head. I've heard mm-hmm. of Milena mm-hmm. Tavares. I've heard of Ula mm-hmm. and Splash and the Cape Verdean. So you kind of provided a lot of things how they're kind of interwoven with each other. So I'm um, just for our listeners. We're gonna kind of. Pull it back just a little bit, yeah. and just let people know where you were born, where you were raised, and then we're gonna start piecing these puzzles together. But I really like the information that you're dropping right now, so we're just gonna kind of like walk people down the timeline a little bit. So let's go ahead and let people know where you're born and raised.
1: Cool. Wow. Well, I was born and raised here in Holland in Rotterdam.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a I'm a son of immigrants. Uh-huh. You know, and, uh, well, as many Cape are. Definitely. And um, yeah and uh so i was born and raised here so i was born and raised with two cultures actually uh the the U- dutch or your Euro- western european culture mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, uh of course the cape verdian uh culture
2: mm-hmm.
1: and 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 so i was also i grew up also listening to not only the well back in when I was a kid well it was ka's show mm-hmm. that was uh yeah that was like uh the band and 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 a few others of course not shortly after uh Kasav, you know yes uh, uh-huh and um so i was influenced by by that type of music but Mm -hmm. also what with uh, what i would would hear on the radio um the dutch radio and that was pretty much actually uh well everything that came from the u.s or uk Mm -hmm. you know
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. you know pop music from the 80s
0: yeah for sure michael jackson
1: well of course michael jackson but uh also uh Uh, Phil Collins. Mm -hmm. uh, Okay. You know, um, Culture Club. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I hear
0: you for sure. Uh, Yeah,
1: but then uh, as I got older, you know, um, you start buying uh, your own uh, records and stuff. I I was... And I was mesmerized by hip-hop, actually. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, when hip-hop came uh, in the 80s, yeah, it was like, wow. When I first saw someone in my street uh do the moonwalk I, I, was, <laughs> like, <"What?" laughs> I was like what? Like <laughs> what? You know? And uh so actually I was very much into hip hop uh, back in the days. Mm-hmm. You know, J Eric being Rakim public enemy. I'm talking really old stuff. Yeah
0: for sure. I hear you, I hear you.
1: And so I was influenced by that. But then also came the 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 New Jack Swing um guy, Ted Riley, you know, uh Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm yeah uh, uh joe to see later <laughs> on. awesome yeah so i was uh and, and 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 well i always say they they have this saying, you are what you eat mm-hmm. but it's also like when when you're a producer or you, you do music you all you also are what you listen to so mm-hmm.
0: yeah. i hear you no all that's that awesome
1: into- <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's awesome to hear. So obviously we know the people listening to what you categorize as ghetto now, definitely having R&B slash hip hop flavor. So hearing you say Jodeci and Bobby Brown and hip hop and public enemy and all these guys, it makes a lot of sense of like how that inspired you to mix with what you said before, with those two cultures as you were growing up in Holland, you know? So how yeah. did singing become a part of it? When did you start singing?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Good question because uh, as I was into hip hop, actually, I used to rap first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I used to write my rhymes. Well, first I would copy the rhymes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Then I would put put a little... uh, uh, With every rhyme I wrote, it would be a little bit more of me and uh, less of, well, the copied stuff. Yeah, for sure, Uh it down and uh, but it was very, a very short career
2: mm-hmm. because
1: I I only performed once, I think. No, yeah, hope, no, not really once. Okay, yeah, I could the, the others I don't consider so once as a rapper. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it was actually the same began when my interest uh went more towards the well, it I don't know if it was called New Jack Swing in 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 the States, but mm-hmm. here it was called New Jack Swing, you know no, that sound. Ted Riley and and all that. So and and when I heard that, I was like, "Yeah, I was. I fell in love straight away. You know, with that uh, t- type of music. So mm-hmm. I wanted to do that. So what? Uh, I, I I um teamed up with uh, well, my brother, a friend, uh, some neighborhood friends. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, I was. Oh, I forgot. I was also very much into dancing. There were da- these dancing contests. So, Hip hop uh, dancing. Yeah, hip hop dancing, that kind of, you know, uh, but nothing, nothing, nothing special. But at the time, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And um, but um, so we, we used to dance, but uh, because those friends of mine uh, had also like a more of a hip hop background. Well, they they were more active as rapper mm-hmm. and, and rappers, and and also one of uh, my friends, uh, Mario. He was like also he was already very uh into uh, producing you know he mm-hmm. had his drum, the sampler and all that kind of stuff i was also intrigued by that and um so uh it came to a point we we thought now nah, okay we can do more than just dance or
2: mm-hmm.
1: let's 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 sing and well it wasn't a success <laughs> it wasn't a success <laughs> right away I hear you because we were so much into the dancing so in in, in when we started writing uh, our, our songs mm-hmm. and performing, um we, we would uh in our shows we would still have a lot of dancing mm-hmm. and when you that experience with dance uh, singing and you do a lot of dancing that's not a good combination you know <laughs> and and but okay, you know, it was start. it was fun. We did we did even did a little like a mini tour in Cabo Verde. Okay. With uh, we you know non non kizomba songs. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a new jack swing actually.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: Interesting. The, the the name of that group is called uh, uh, the Right Track. The Right
0: Track. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's back in the days. But um, you know, um okay i'm getting um i'm getting lost here no it's okay
0: so we're just talking about how you first got into singing so that's good how you guys got the group together you formed the right track and you did a little tour and things like that right
1: yes and also we uh we did some we took some singing classes the other uh, well i the other ones went too much into that. But I, you know, I saw, yeah, okay, this is nice. And, and I I pursued mm-hmm. the, the same practice. Um, and there, that's where actually I discovered, okay, you know, my, my singing teacher, actually an American guy
0: mm-hmm. who lived
1: in, he, he said, uh, well, I have, well, I have talent. You know, he uh, had a good mu- musical Musical ear,
0: mm-hmm, definitely.
1: So um, yeah, and and I also discovered that actually because when we uh were in that group, the right track, we would we would like practice uh, the harmonies from Boys to Men. Or <laughs> <laughs> I grew up and listening like,
0: to Boys to Men, so yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Uh huh.
1: And I would be very stubborn when it came to or stubborn. I know. I w- I knew I was. Re- we would have this discussion No you have to you have to go like this and this and this no i can't hear it you have to do you know those those close mm-hmm, harmony mm-hmm. you know, i was a sh- i was the youngest and i was actually a shy guy but when it came to that i was like nah, i know i'm right you know <laughs> so around that time that uh i discovered singing and and then i had um, We've kind of a talent for it.
0: Okay, that's awesome. So you did have some experience before you jumped into what we consider the Kizomba realm, you know? So yes. just to shed a little bit about, so you had all this hip-hop influence, hip-hop uh, inspiration, the R&B, Boyz to Men, Jodeci, Bobby Brown, uh, Ted Riley. So how did that intertwine with your Cape Verdean roots? Did your parents have like... Asada and all the other kind of music growing up at the same time that all of this was happening in, in Holland? Uh,
1: yes. That plus, uh, plus one of my brothers was a DJ. Mm, so,
0: okay.
1: At KVN parties. Uh, so he would practice a lot at home.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, so I would hear all those songs, uh, passing by daily
0: uh-huh definitely
1: uh, you know and also a different kind of song. he didn't he wouldn't play only zook or k bradyan songs but also you know um i don't know the back in the days was really like soul. i mean freddie jackson so uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh um, so i w- i was always influenced by a lot of styles a lot of genres mm-hmm. you
0: know? no that's awesome yeah. because you always have that fusion of inspiration which comes down to fusion of cultures you know and fusion of music and you kind of it gives birth to something else you know mm-hmm. okay I so think. let's go and talk about milena Tavares. um you said that was your first track that kind of was a success can you tell us a little bit about that track
1: uh yeah well she was working on a debut album um, i was already uh Starting producing with with my Moby's colleague Sebastián, mm-hmm. uh, or Sebastian in uh-huh, English, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, we also actually uh, like co-produced or uh, a few songs for the Real Vibe. Mm-hmm. I know I don't you heard of them. Uh, it was like one of the first uh, uh, Criolu rap groups uh, who, who mix rap with with Kizomba beats. You know, uh, okay. So, uh, that's how we got, it. they knew about us. We were producing. So, uh, they, and, and what, well, we just wrote a, a, a song for her And, uh,
0: so Mo Bass came before the, the track with Milena Tavares.
1: Uh, well, that was Iduzal. And in uh, all Mo Bass, I did another duet, with her that is Dumas Chance. Yes. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, and, and so we did actually two duets and, um, and both successful, but uh Damas and Chance uh even more successful than Ilusao, I guess.
0: You know Yes, the crowd always like those are like hits when you play those at the, yeah, at yeah. the Kizoma socials for sure.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: um so you had Damas, Umchance and Elizao for those two tracks with Milena Tavares. And yeah. you said that you also there was a those are both duets? Yes. Awesome. And then how many tracks did you produce? Mobase, was that a group or was it just an album or a project?
1: Or No, Mobase, yeah, you can consider it uh, as a project. Okay. And it's the project of, of a producer's duo, uh, mm. which I'm, and, and, you know, just, uh, with, with, uh, um, just inviting a, uh, a bunch of singers to, to sing on, on our tracks. Mm-hmm that's going to clean more bass, you know. And
0: that project included the duet with Milena Tavares.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay. And Milena Tavares also happened to be a, a, a group or a part of the group Splash. Uh,
1: yeah, she used to be a, a band uh, member of Splash. Yes.
0: Ah, okay. Um, I was interviewing uh, DJ Lefty. Um, who's also a Cape Verdean DJ. And he was telling me about some of the Cape Verdean groups. And Splash was one of those. And he told me about that one song called Ula. And I, I just played that at one of the the Kizoma socials that we had here in Charlotte, North Carolina, this past weekend. And a lot of people liked that song a lot. Um, but now it's starting to make more sense of the, the history behind that. Um, were there any other Cape Verdean groups that you... Um, collaborated with in that Mobase project or any other singers?
1: The Mobase project actually uh, we did only two well well, when I was part of it uh, we only did two albums Mm -hmm. Mobase Presents and Mobase 2001 Mm -hmm. and um, but from Mobase uh, well Quatro uh, the group Quatro uh, was Actually formed while uh, at, at during the first mobase because, well, Nelson Nelson Freitas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, he's my nephew.
0: He's your nephew. Yes, he's uh, my nephew. I I did not know that at all.
1: He's my nephew, and uh, like I said, it's a, it's a small community. <laughs> and,
0: and, uh uh-huh.
1: And back in the days, we, well, actually, we you know uh, uh, where, where where it's. Uh, like more electronic mm-hmm. music concerns from Cabo Verde uh we were like uh, uh we were dominating for a lot of years mm-hmm. you know from uh, us from Holland mm-hmm. you know I, I, there are a lot of uh, well a lot of capability artists Gilles, Susanna, Liberty uh well Nelson, uh, mm-hmm. Quatro, Dias you name it you know so a lot of success came from here mm-hmm. but um uh, okay so um they were um we had a song for someone i i don't remember the artist but he declined so there was a uh there was an opening there we, we would have, we wanted just one more song for the mo base, and nelson uh, they were busy you know with 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 his group mm-hmm. and 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 he said hey let, give us a chance and uh Let's, let let us do a song produce a song for us we have this idea this and that blah blah blah. so we took that uh, the idea, the idea was that, that sample from uh, what tupac used right the um, uh-huh. yeah definitely i know yeah, definitely.
0: i know that beat i don't remember the name of the song but i'll find it
1: yeah. Okay. But, uh, so they wanted to do something with that sample as well, but then in the, in the Kizomba,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so, uh, and they needed a name. Well, there, there were four of them and and uh, <laughs> it was that easy. Quattro was born mm-hmm. and, uh, so, um, and from, uh, from that movies project, then, you know, uh, they wanted more. So, the, so me and, uh, uh Seb- Sebastian, we also, uh, produced their uh, first album, the mm-hmm. first album of, and yeah, um, so in ways of collaboration, well, I, I, I was always was like, a, a uh, produ- um, in the beginning of quattro i was uh, producing them mm-hmm. co-producing them uh vocal vocal direction mm-hmm. and the the backing vocals i would also provide uh together with them but you know uh what else yeah so that's uh one of uh, another yeah collaboration that that i was how can i say uh, well i was very involved, involved
0: with uh huh no, that's really awesome. So this is making like a lot more sense now that how um, Mo Bass was a project. And that makes sense that only, only a couple of songs that you were in, um, involved with and then that, how that led to Quattro Plus. Um, who were the members of Quattro Plus?
1: Well, originally it was uh, Nelson uh, Freitas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adelson. Uh, Adelson, mm-hmm. this uh, Bender. Los so Santos, also known as Tootstar, maybe you know that name. He mm-hmm. That's producer's name. Uh, Eddie Parker. No, uh-huh. originally, he wasn't there yet. Uh, Nilton Ramalho and Nelson Oliveira. Eddie Parker came later, and then it became Quatro Plus.
0: <laughs> and, okay. Um, is this at all linked to the Just J record label? Miss Jane. Miss Jane, yes.
1: Yes, uh, just Jay, that's me. Also, okay. that's my that's my producer's name. I got you. And also my label, actually. <laughs> so, and Miss Jane was actually three members of Quattro. Plus me. Uh, uh, okay. And we, and we formed the label. And that was Nelson, Adilson, Eddie Parker, and me.
0: OK, so you were the Johnny, Adilson, uh nelson was the n and eddie parker was the e
1: yes eddie parker was the e and you said yeah, it was
0: exactly. uh-huh you said it was miss jane why miss jane
1: yeah. we, we, well we just put the miss in front of it to make it more <laughs> make it more sexy it sounded, you know, okay sounded sexy but later we learned that miss jane is also like a uh, uh, like a like a weed or something
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. mary jane
1: uh-huh or marriage oh that's Mary Jane. Okay. Yeah. yes but oh same so but <laughs> no but it's just well just only the jane i don't know we we thought let's put miss in front of it you know okay
0: okay i mean it's really cool because you hear these things and you hear them in the song miss jane And are like okay I don't know what this means exactly. So it's awesome to have you on the interview to kind of like see like what was the source of inspiration for that, you know? Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. Have you been looking to level up your Kizomba, but you don't have the local instructors to take you there? Are you looking for something concrete to practice with your Kizomba partner? Or are you looking for Kizomba lessons that you can take on your schedule and the comfort of your home? If you answered yes to any of these questions, look no further. learn is what you need progressive step-by-step lessons that you can take at your pace in the comfort of your home or anywhere with a solid internet connection on your pc mac or any smartphone new videos are added every month you can try this awesome resource out 30 days free at learntokids.com podcast after the 30 days free is only a low 15 dollars per month but again the special offer for the dance your heart on fire listeners 30 days free at learntokids.com slash podcast. You won't find this offer anywhere else. Learntokids.com slash podcast. And now back to our show. So I remember the first time that I reached out to you and I asked you where the Ghetto Zook name came from and like who started using it first and things like that. And you told me that the first song to officially use that was Largal. Yes? Yes. So how did that song come about? Was that your creation? Was that Mo Bass? Was it Quattro Plus? How did that song happen? And how did that compare to or when did it happen in this timeline that we've been talking about so far?
1: Okay. um, Well, Gerolzuk, the genre in itself uh, and and the name. um, Actually, Gerolzuk... In retrospective, I think Gazzu even started during Mo Base, uh, mm-hmm. but that's but I didn't know that. <laughs> <at the
0: time. laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh,
1: uh, because yeah, you could. That's the way I see it, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, with Mo Base, we we came with a different sound. Uh, we started different, uh, using well that hip hop influence mm-hmm. already a little bit. You know but only uh, but, uh, only lady became on, uh, only stronger actually mm-hmm. and uh well again the name uh, La- uh and uh, it's it was used in largal you know because okay w- why ghetto let me explain that first mm-hmm. well we had the feeling that uh the the the, the zoo that we uh, or yeah the, the Zook not Kizom at the time, but because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, was different. And uh, instead of, uh, you didn't only have to, uh, you didn't necessarily need to dance with it uh, with a partner. Mm-hmm. You could also drop your head to it, like with hip hop, you know?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And it had that ghetto that, that, uh, so to us, it had like more like that grind, that ghetto. and And, and, and actually, also ghetto was like I think back in the days, it was a lot of ghetto this, ghetto booty, ghetto this, uh, ghetto, <laughs> ghetto what. So you know, and we and 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 it felt like a, a good name. It, it just I, I don't even uh, really recall if if we sat down. I don't think we. No, we didn't sit down. Okay, let, we have to come up with a name for this genre.
2: Mm-hmm
1: well that's the way i recall anyway maybe one of those the guys will say it uh, in a different way but i think you know you just in the vibe you're your 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 uh, recording and, and and things come out and mm-hmm, and that's you know, i think it was more like that and uh, and and it stuck you know so i get us yeah this it sounds cool actually uh-huh. it's a, a, a cool name and it for us it defined Defines a, a certain type of Zouk. It's, but that but that doesn't mean that uh, we do, or my music is only ghetto Zouk. Mm-hmm, and the funny,
2: mm-hmm, thing,
1: mm-hmm. the funny thing is actually uh, with uh, s- certain songs, people come to me. Hey, I, I, I really like that Ghetto Zouk song of yours. Boa, uh, boa morte completam, for 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 instance, mm-hmm. and but for me that's not ghetto because because it's it's way too romantic to uh-huh, be ghetto uh-huh. but uh i guess when you 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 put it out there it it, it uh, people will use it the way they see it exactly and it, for out sure you know you know out of your control, you know? of your control.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting i really like that you kind of said like everything that you produce isn't Gero Zook, even though you are one of the primary founders, I guess, if you will, of Zuk, you know? So it'll be interesting to hear your thoughts. What makes a song Zuk and what makes a song Kizomba? Because people dance Kizomba to Gerozook, but like you said before, Gerozook was created not necessarily just to dance to it, but also just to bob your head to it and listen to it. So how did... Kizomba and like ghettozook become. Well, I know it's confusing. How do you kind of distinguish between those two?
1: Well, the way I see it, uh, okay, Kizomba is also a very uh, complicated. Yes, uh, definitely <laughs> complicated history because it depends on uh, where you were born, I guess, and mm-hmm. where you're from.
0: Where and uh, when?
1: Where uh, that's that will that will define the way you you see it uh-huh, uh-huh. because well, kizomba, the, the word the word kizomba means a uh, party uh-huh. uh, and it's a uh, an uh, angolan word uh-huh. and an, a native angolan word one uh-huh. of the dialects
0: yeah com- Kimbundu. Then,
1: Kimbundu, exactly uh-huh. and um so that's okay that's the word and the 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 and then yeah, the style Kizomba back in the days is it was more like what Edward Dupaim did, you know? Mm-hmm. Back in the days. I I I guess, you know. <laughs> but now, but, but that's 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 then. Mm-hmm. Because now now I consider uh, okay, I'm not even gonna bother to go between the, the stages because I'm not qualified enough. I'm not qualified enough to do that, I guess. But but the way I see it now. Kizomba, the word Kizomba is a very beautiful commercial word, mm-hmm. phrase to to uh, that can describe a whole lot of songs. Yeah, for, definitely. For me, I don't mind if you say, okay, you have Kizomba as like the mother word and it, it, in Kizomba there is like Gerozook, there's Zook, there's mm-hmm. this, there's that, there's that. I don't, well, some people will uh will want to start a war. With yeah, opera, for sure.
0: But, but it's kind of like I, an umbrella term.
1: Yes, for, well, I think it's a cool. It, it, it's even a cool thing. Uh, it's even it's even a good thing uh, for uh, like um, people that are outside of, Kiz, uh, of kizomba mm-hmm. and are interested in. You know, uh, I think it's an easy way to to, to sell it. Actually, yes, you know? uh-huh. um, it's a commercial way uh, um, because uh, well, in, in Portugal, um, for instance. Kizomba um, is now, yeah, it's, it's not not for everyone, but it's it's on mainstream radio.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Anselmo Ralph, Nelson Freitas. Oh, even though Anselmo Ralph doesn't consider himself a kizomba artist, mm-hmm. actually, Wally, he isn't, but he still, but he also is because his biggest success came from kizomba.
0: Yeah, exactly, it's uh-huh. interesting.
1: Uh-huh but um uh, what else um uh, so yeah that's that's the way i see it the Kizomba is like the umbrella word for it that that whole culture that oh whole afro uh mm-hmm. culture you know?
0: no that's awesome thing that's awesome 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 so i really appreciate you sharing your pieces of the puzzle and the history of ghetto and how you saw it at the time during back in the day and now how you kind of take a look at it now, you know? Um, let's take a little bit about, talk a little bit about your new EP. Um, when did you release that? How's that going? Let us know. Is this the segue to a new album coming out? Yes.
1: Okay, when did I release it? I released my EP, Corpo y Alma, meaning body and soul. Mm-hmm. So let, let me check out. I, I released it on uh, not last Saturday, but the Saturday before that. So okay. on the 15th of August. That's awesome. it. Yes, and um, how is it going? Um, well, you know, um, I I think for someone like me, who if if I compare myself to my some of my colleagues mm-hmm. that are way ahead of me uh, at the social media. In the social media era mm-hmm. area with more followers and, and and that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. on facebook Instagram, and whatnot um uh, considering that um i think i'm doing okay uh you know um let me let me give me a, let me give you an actual uh, update okay for sure <laughs> let me check my youtube <laughs> uh because
0: uh and for our listeners i'm going to have his youtube channel in the show notes so that way if you want to support johnny you can definitely go and purchase the ep and definitely follow him on youtube and instagram and all that good stuff
1: yes exactly so you can uh so they can be um um constantly uh updated uh, about my well upcoming album actually uh, and yes the EP is uh, yeah it's like a, a sort, a sort of a sort of a mini album and mm-hmm. it's uh, like uh, what's to come uh, at the album you know it's uh, what you get at the EP is more or less what you're gonna get in my uh, from a, n- a new album so let's uh, okay I wanted to let have a look right on my EP. Just a sec.
0: No, no okay. problem. No problem.
1: Okay, so uh, uh, alongside to Yale that mm-hmm. I released as a single and also as a video, mm-hmm. I also put four new songs. Mm-hmm. And Tabon, the featuring with Jita Finn and D- DJ Palios Junior, is like now at seventy thousand two hundred fifty views. Awesome. In one, one week and a half, so I don't think that's bad.
0: Not at all. Um,
1: The other one is like Volta Damm, also featuring with Nana Almeida, is almost at Mm 10,000. And the other two are like around six, almost going to uh, 7,000. So, that's good. And um, and let me see, in the video, since I released this, is, where is my video at? It's almost 150k,
0: so... Nice, 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 nice. Good stats, for yeah. sure. So, what yeah. was your vision with this new album? How long has it been since you came out with the album? And what inspired you to come out with something now in
1: 2016? <laughs> well, actually, uh, well, the last last time I uh, uh, released an album was in 2011. Mm-hmm. It was a, And there was a, a Best Of. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, uh, a lot of uh, oldies and plus four new ones at the time mm-hmm. and w- actually what inspired me well you know it's my job so i have to uh, <laughs> I have to, uh it's my job and my passion so mm-hmm. you have to and, and and nowadays you yeah you have to actually uh bring out something new very fast mm-hmm. and so from 2011 to 2016 is wow well, that's not very fast at all. So I had to, I really had to.
0: It was time. Um, You're overdue.
1: I'm overdue. Uh, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to uh, release an album earlier, but you know, as you make plans, life happens.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so uh, that's the uh, yeah, some private things that happened that unfortunately. Cause the delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now this year I think I'm doing pretty good. You know, re- uh, release the single. Now the EP. It, it will give me a little bit more time to work. Uh, continue with the album. Mm-hmm. But and and at the same time, I won't have like five songs playing for the for for the audience. Yeah, definitely.
0: You know? All for right.
1: For all the lovers.
0: Yes, 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 yes. It's awesome. All right. Well, I really appreciate you taking time to come and sit and talk with me for the listeners, for the podcast, um, just to kind of share your history. um It's kind of, I'm not sure if you know, like how, I mean, your news, music is kind of listened to worldwide, you know? And so um, I fell in love with Kizoma a long time ago, and I've seen your name pop up over and over and over and over again. And I have this podcast. I say, hey, it'd be cool to interview this guy. So I just kind of shot you a a message on Facebook out of the blue. And I was glad that you responded. I'm I'm glad that you finally were able to kind of schedule this, you know. So um, what I'd like to do now to close the podcast would be to go ahead and share any words of advice or inspiration for our listeners who are big fans of yours. And then also let people know what's the best way to, to reach you
1: advice on what <laughs> dance life music wow okay what can I say concerning life I guess you have to follow your dreams you mm-hmm. no no you don't have to you don't have to but you know if you have dreams yeah you have to pursue them because no no one is gonna do that for you
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know but while pursuing your dreams that's what I've learned is that um okay it's 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 okay to have a backup plan <laughs> <laughs> I hear you it's okay to have a backup plan you know because uh not everyone not uh, uh, well it, it doesn't happen uh, overnight you know to mm-hmm. to really to, to reach your goal so uh wow while wow, pursuing your dream it's a good thing to have uh, the backup plan working for you and what else you know um, you know the cliche stuff. But no, okay. But when it comes to music, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, when it comes to music, yeah, I guess. And if you want to pursue something in uh, like a career in music,
2: oh, mm-hmm.
1: you—I re- think you really gotta have to be hundred percent sure of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, before it. and once you do know that, yeah, you have to go all the way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, re- you really have to fight for your chance, you know, because there are a lot of us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a lot of sure. people that, that want that want it, and uh, well, and not everyone will get it. So mm-hmm.
0: you
1: have to fight for your right to survive. Yes. Like M- God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hear you. I hear. I hear. All right, and what's going to be the best way for people to follow you? Um, I'll be sure to put some of those links in the show notes, so that people can find your EP and your YouTube channel and things yeah. like that.
1: Okay, the best way to follow me is actually well through my uh, official uh, fan page Facebook. It's Danny Ramos Official, but actually everything is official. You know, Instagram is Danny Ramos Official, YouTube. Well, actually, YouTube—it's called. I see here Johnny Ramos official, but when you put it in your like you as uh, in the URL uh-huh. uh, bar, it's it's uh, YouTube.com uh, forward slash C forward slash Johnny Ramos.
0: Okay, okay, for the the, the Johnny Ramos <laughs> channel, I got gotcha.
1: you. Yeah, but but if you like Google it and you put Johnny Ramos official, you'll get it. it'll
0: come himself. up for sure.
1: Yeah, it will come up. And so be um, sure if, 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 if you're interested in my music and in me, um, well, I'm, I'm working on stuff. And uh, if you want to be one of the first to know, just follow me. Yes,
0: for sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners would be good to, to hear you, um, to hear your voice. And we're awesome to have some new music from you after five years. And we really look forward to the new album coming out. I'll be waiting for it a lot. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Johnny. Thank you for checking out the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast today. Be sure to check out com for links to everything that we chatted about today, as well as some awesome free resources to enhance your Kizomba journey.
1: the page.